Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Wahoo! Hey there! Welcome to the Schnitzel Boys podcast. Schnitzel Boys 7 Thanksgiving leftovers. Leftovers. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah, it was yesterday. We got leftovers. How you doing, my co-host Bjorn? How you doing? How was your Thanksgiving? I. It was great, actually. Very nice. My. Um... We're at my wife's brother's family in San Francisco, and they they genuinely made a delicious meal. It was very nice. very good. Yes. What what were the highlights? What kind of meal are we talking? Uh, well, he is married to a Mexican American woman, and so there are you know there's always a twist, which is exciting. She had a a um cornbread chorizo stuffing that stood holy moly very very delicious yeah and chorizo uh, stuffing i like yeah. that yeah uh so that was really good the turkey was also she did it she brined i don't know are you a briner or a non-briner i brine back yeah, in my she, old turkey days yeah was she brined uh, she brined as well oh right you are no longer you no longer Kill no, turkeys. Gobble gobble. No, I mean someone does. Not that I ever did in the past, but I just don't eat them. <laughs> um, yeah, she brined. I I I was a briner previously. It's just a pain in the ass. You got to get a big bag, and it has to go in the fridge. It's it's logistically For difficult. What two days, three days, something. Like yeah, that? it takes up a lot of fridge space. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, she did a great. They did a great job. It was really, it was great, and uh, the Excellent. you know the the family was was fairly well behaved. I think you know. I think that's a it's a it's a it's a COVID. You know, everybody's a little banged up, so no one has really has the energy to 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 get into it like they used to. <laughs> no, well, I, you know, yeah, uh, I, I was lucky. I was with friends this time. And we're all on the same page, which was nice. It was 10 of us, and we all just seemed to be on the same page. So when it got to that moment of when, you know, we had a few in us, and it was time to just <laughs> let loose, all 10 of us were on the same page. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And so it ended up being fine. I was with a friend, and we had a lovely meal in the backyard with a turkey. And I didn't have that, but I had uh, potatoes and yams and string peas and all sorts nice. of stuff. And I was a great Brussels sprouts. It's delicious. They had oysters there. Uh, oh, you know, oysters. I drank a lot of wine. Wow. Yeah, as an hors d'oeuvre. They had cashews, but they put it in oil and salt and pepper. They spiced it or something. So it was like nice cashews. And I was very impressed. And then we all did karaoke afterwards, which was a lot of fun. Because uh, my friend had a oh, karaoke sounds... set up at his place. That and then... Um, 
what are your uh, what are your sorry interrupt what are your uh, karaoke go-tos i did not sing any because i'm not a karaoke guy okay but i am polite uh, and i let them sing and one of the ladies was a professional singer she's really good and then one of the guys put up a really obscure song from the musical hello dolly oh. which i knew it was like what's this one and i didn't know it then when you started playing it's like oh i know this one out there something something it's uh, something barnaby oh, yeah, yeah okay we're gonna get something barnaby you know it was a song with the two youngins trying to head to the city and mm -hmm. i did that show in high school so of all the karaoke songs that were playing there were a lot of really cool ones a lot of a lot of oasis a lot of some patsy klein okay, okay. you know um some bgs you know my friend sung in falsetto the bgs but when that hello dolly song came on i was like this is my jam <laughs> this i know <laughs> you know that's amazing <laughs> we're gonna put on our sunday's best see i don't even know the words i need the karaoke for it but it's the song in the beginning of the musical where, where everyone dolly and mr vandergelder and barnaby and cornelius all like they're all just like we're going to the city this weekend that's what that song was <laughs> and right. i knew that song so great. it was a lovely thanksgiving overall so but you're in, you're in colorado now skiing i'm jealous where are you skiing at yeah i'm uh, uh at a, 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 a basin arapahoe basin yeah this is my nice, uh nice. i'm doing sort of a yeah like ski in the morning re work remotely in the afternoon kind of thing it's very and podcast kinda, at night and podcast at night that's right wait a minute what time is it for is it six or seven for it's you right seven o'clock yeah seven oh, p.m seven p.m mountain time but i'm pooped man the altitude between the altitude and a lot of exercise I don't think I'll last much <laughs> past the end of this podcast in terms of staying awake. Yeah. Well, let's get a good long work day, right? Work, ski, podcast. Okay, that's yes. that's how that's what a full day is. I remember I was in Montana once upon a time doing comedy at Big Sky, a really nice. Oh resort. yeah, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful place. If I'm ever, if I'm ever a rich millionaire, I'm going to go back. But like, uh, I, I remember just walking down to the taco truck and then getting a burrito. And by the time I got to the burrito truck, I was exhausted because the air is so thin. It's just every step is like yeah. you're stepping with an extra 40 pounds on your shoulder. It's it's pretty crazy. So, you know. Yeah, you notice it. Just like that's why Estadio Azteca is the way it is. Imagine that times two. So you're in the state that had the Western Conference champion. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. I was uh, from. In, uh, well, I landed in Denver and I actually drove past. I, I drove past the sign for Dick's Sporty Goods Park, and I was like, "Yes, nice. Seth, unfortunately, that fantasy has ended. They could have, <laughs> could have had one and more, done, my friend. Could have had a yeah. few more, could have had a few more games there, but it was, it was not to be. It was not to be. No, it was the Thanksgiving special super broadcast on ABC, I believe." Yeah, yeah. Or Fox? No, it was ABC, I think. No, ABC, And yeah. uh, Portland uh, Col spoiled Colorado's party, yeah. which, which which goes to the old adage that uh, teams that do very well in the regular season struggle in the postseason for whatever reason. Well, we'll talk about um, it. I hope that that trend continues tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go straight to the American stuff right now? We'll do that, and then we're done. We'll hop over perhaps the pond to Deutschland. Let's do it. Sure. So, uh, well, first things first, right? Uh, and this is on you, I believe, right? 
Yep, let's do you go. Have the, do you have the stuff? Should I play it for you? Yes, please. I will play it for you. Uh, this might be the shorter version, but it's okay because I'll we be only quick. have a few things to talk about. Right? And ready? Now it's time for the American Soccer Rundown. All right. On Tuesday, Nashville beat Orlando 3-1 to with a goal by Daryl DK, but not enough against the brace by Nashville's Berliner Hardy, Hardy Mukhtar. RSL beat the Sounders 6-5 on PKs and what can only be described as a smash-and-grab win. On MLS's first-ever Thanksgiving Day game, we just mentioned it, Portland beat Western Conference leaders Colorado 1-0. And yesterday, Sunday, the MLS playoff, we concluded with RSL beating SKC 2-1 to continue their Cinderella run. And Philly beat Nashville 2-0 on penalties after a 1-1 game. Nashville missing all four penalty attempts. Philly will play the winner of tomorrow's NBFC versus Revs game in the Eastern Conference Final. And Portland hosts RSL in the Western Conference Final. Both games happening this weekend. And that's your American that's Soccer your American Rundown. Soccer rundown. Hey. I was going to say, oh, I thought that was the natural ending. Oh, maybe Sorry, it is the mistake. longer. You, you, I you, always... got the longer. you got the longer version. Uh, perhaps. And boom. Well done. Thank you very much for that American <laughs> soccer rundown. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, a few things to talk about. The Colorado-Portland, there we go. What was the first one since we saw each other last week? It was um, what the what yeah that the was uh, that was the Colorado one wasn't it there was nothing else oh I guess the Monday uh, on Monday night they had some there were some uh, some games after we were as we were uh, so Nashville beat Orlando uh, Daryl DK scored Harry Mukhtar scored two great goals not much I, to talk about it just how great uh, Harry Mukhtar was yeah oh, and, and then, then and then. RSL versus Sounders, the smash and grab. Uh, yeah. I remember watching that game. The Sounders had the ball the whole time. I think there were no shots on goal, at least for RSL. Sounders seemed to have a lot of opportunities, but I guess none of them were on target. Uh, and then at yeah, the I end, mean, the Sounders, uh, RSL. The Sounders controlled it, but they also didn't really generate a lot of uh, uh, big chances, it didn't seem like. I don't know. No, kind of... you know, and it was also Raul Rui Diaz's last game, I believe. That's the writing on the wall, which would be a big loss for them because he's been such a great player for Seattle. Yeah. And Seattle's a great postseason team, but not this year. They got Rail Salt Lakes on a tear. I'm loving this Rail Salt Lake. They snuck in. They have no owner. They have no real coach, just <laughs> right. an interim coach. Yeah, uh, they, their players, their player, their one goalkeeper was fined for being racist to his other goalkeeper a couple weeks ago. Uh, and the other goalkeepers being racist too is a is considered to be a league uh, villain because of the way he behaves and how he yeah, talks yeah, everybody yeah. and so forth. He is. He, I don't know is, if you saw his. Yeah, I don't know if you pretty, saw his he's Instagram. Pretty, he's pretty irritating. I would very definitely. irritating. We should mention. We should mention that you said that Salt Lake doesn't have a coach. We should mention that the that their their previous head coach uh, uh Freddy Juarez left voluntarily to take an assistant job at Seattle. He felt that That's, that was that that was a better career move for him. Than, yeah, what a great FU from RSL. Keep his head coaching position. On the broadcast <laughs> they kept cutting to him. They kept cutting to Freddy Juarez sitting there and there's a moment where he just does this, puts yeah, his yeah. hands on his head. You know, it's funny, he's probably making more money as an assistant, but RSL Telling everybody to go F themselves. I, I want them to win MLS Cup. 
I'm going to say that right now. I well, want RSL to win MLS Cup because of how much I think the postseason system is flawed, first off, so I think it would be hilarious. And uh, I just love little Sorrell stories of that. And I love seeing Bobby Wood come off the bench and scoring great winning goals, which he did uh, the, a couple years Kansas, ago. Against, in the Kansas City game. Right, right. In the Kansas City game. So RSL's got two down, one to go. They're going to Portland. And if I'm Portland without Espria and without Blanco, I'm shaking my boots because yeah, RSL's nobody, got something to say. No RSL has the best German soccer player of all time, Demi Akaila, coming in. I keep all my bits going. Demi Akaila, the Croatian dude. Still not, who's still not in my German. Heart German. Still not he's German. A, he's German in my heart. He's German in okay. my heart. And he's probably German. I'll put money on his grandpa's German or something. So uh, he is, he's there. He's crushing. You got Bobby Wood. You got Rubio Rabin. You got Justin Glad, the pair of the postseason. Uh, you got uh, the villain goalkeeper, Ochoa. You've got just a great little team there ready to go in and freaking smash and grab, uh, just like Colorado did in 2010. Just come in, smash and grab, and steal that MLS Cup. I am certainly uh, rooting for them to make the final because that is the only that's the only scenario in which NYCFC could host MLS Cup is if RSL makes if we make it and RSL makes it in too. I mean that that would be just magic. I I would love that. It'll be such a dumpster fire. MLS would have to broadcast live from that terrible terrible stadium up in the Bronx. They'll have no choice. Wait, wait, wait what? And, wait. Or or they will broadcast live from Red Bull Arena, which would make me gut laugh. Because you guys would be playing in New Jersey, in my stadium. Why would we do that? Guests. No, that's not a that's not a thing that would happen. It would be at Yankee Stadium. What's the problem? What's your <laughs> What's your problem with the Yankee Stadium? Uh, it's a baseball stadium. Uh, it's the wrong shape. It's too thin. It's just legal to be a soccer field. It's seventy. Uh, it's seventy I know yards. It. It'll be. It's seventy yards wide. This has been debunked. This idea of. No, I know. It's not that I, I it's said not it's that small. No, but it's like seventy is the minimum. But a lot of fields is the minimum. Are, a lot of fields are a that size. This is not unusual. A- average is average is seventy five. Uh, you know. So that well, I people mean, have been saying it's only sixty, but that has that's not the case. It is no, 70. that's debunked. And no, that's been the, debunked. The FIFA but seventy minimum, to seventy to seventy five that makes a big difference. All right. For me, it does. For me, it the does. thing about the thing about Yankee Stadium, if we want to get into it, the problem, the problem with Yankee Stadium is it looks bad on the broadcast because the camera is so far away because it's a baseball, and so that sort of then shortens yes. the dimension. The lens sort of shortens the dimension, but it as actually, uh, it's not as bad as it looks on TV. What medium will the final be broadcast on? Well, maybe if it's the MLS Cup final, they'll like put the camera a little closer to the field for that no, occasion so. and get a How? better uh, get a better angle. The... Where? How do they put it on the catchers? It's the it's the only well, elevated put... spot. Is the spot they got? Well, I'm sure they could build a tower if it's the final. I mean, there could be efforts could be made to improve the broadcast experience for this event. One. I mean, one. listen, we're like. Skipping a bunch of steps here, painting this scenario that is honestly relatively unlikely to occur. Uh, if the soccer gods will oblige, I think it's very likely. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm calling I'm, it right I'm now. Down. NYCFC is going to host RL Cell in the final, and Real Salt Lake is going to win 3 nothing. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm calling, whoa. That. I'm calling it. I'm calling that right now. Mark my no, words. I think I, I think we would crush them. I think that would RSL would sneak into the final and then we would beat them like 5-0. It'd be like a blowout. Blowout cup. 5 nil. No, what will happen is they'll go to the final. It'll be a 0-0 to the, to the penalties. And RSL will win you on know penalties. You know what NYCFC's record is in penalty kick shootouts? 0 for 10. <laughs> no, we've had to get around long enough. It's o- yeah. it's 0 for 4. It's 0 for 4. We lost every <laughs> penalty kick shootout we've been in. Two in the Open Cup. One last year in the playoffs and one in the Leagues Cup earlier this season. Which brings uh, me to the one game I actually do want to talk about of the playoffs. All right. Uh, uh, is the Nashville uh, Rail Salt Lake game. Is that what it was? Wait. You're talking no, no. About which Philly? one's the one? Nashville Philly. Nashville no, what Philly. What was the one? I got to tear. What was the one with the, where they missed four PKs in a row? That was, was the that one. Nashville? Philly against Nashville. Nashville that Philly. was. That was just a puzzling that was a puzzling game. I mean that was really again Hani Mukhtar pl- scored the first goal and looked like he was going to be the the all-time MVP, he's going to win the M- win the cup all by himself. Philly really not a lot of I mean, did you watch the game if yeah. if I was if if Sergio Santos was on my team I mean that is that was pretty frustrating. Pretty frustrating performance from him. He put himself into a bunch of good positions and then really shanked one shank after another. And that he did that before <laughs> against the Red Bulls as well. He had a couple of great chances that he couldn't could, like just really uh, uh, an odd game. So Philly couldn't couldn't do it, and Nashville eventually just kind of stopped. They were just sort of like, okay, we're gonna. I mean, if that's your strategy, if you're just going to hold out for penalty kicks, you should make sure you can make a couple, right? Like have a little. And they missed. I don't all know what four. their strategy. I don't know what their strategy was. They weren't uh, looking to because... score starting um, starting second half or so. Yeah, they also didn't use their subs until overtime. I think mm. at the end of the ninety minutes, each coach only used one sub or something crazy like that, which is weird to me. And then, if I'm not mistaken, Nashville didn't have anything to offer for the whole second half of the game, right? It was yeah, all they, Philly. It uh, really was, but also not again. Couldn't Sergio Santos could not couldn't couldn't score a brothel? Is that what we say? Or I have no, I've never heard that before. <laughs> couldn't couldn't he... score at a brothel? Maybe we. I guess we're we're, we're doing it tonight. We're doing it tonight. Couldn't he, score I mean, a brothel. He was, it was upsetting, and. Uh, <laughs> And then Andrew, Andre Blake really uh, uh, did the did the whole sort of yeah in their this. nightmares. What I wrote the notes and uh, His hands and it, out really unsettled, and he saved the first two, and then both Alex Mule and Walker Zimmerman were clearly unsettled by this, and really badly, badly missed the goal in both. And Walker Zimmerman then does the thing where he like looks at the. He misses the decisive penalty, so they're out and Philly's in, and he keeps looking at the ground like there was a hole there, or he somehow <laughs> like that's just well, he, weak. <laughs> he did waffle it. There were there were four penalties. Uh, Andre Blake blocked two of them, and then mine freaked the other two. And I have never seen like the score says one one. 
Nashville wins two nothing in penalties. Yeah. When was the last time you saw the two nothing penalty score line? I've yeah. never seen that in professional soccer. I don't think. I think Timelia maybe. Timelia yeah. did that. I think twice, right? Where he saved every single penalty in a shootout. And then they scored two. Well, then I could I don't be wrong. Know. Yeah, I'm but not, sure not every day you see penalties two nothing. Usually no, it's three it's nothing weird. if it's a blowout. It's three nothing. If it's I a mean, blowout. because Sergio Santos missed also missed his penalty. Like he missed everything, every other, every other shot in the entire game. So he made it, it a missed. little more, a little more interesting. No, this and was for Philly. He missed one for Philly. Yeah, that guy. And this one, and the eighteen-year-old, what was his name? Jack McGlynn or something like that. Yeah, he he looks like he's fourteen from Scranton. Comes PA. on from Scranton, PA. Uh, Ali Moreno on the broadcast is a Dunder Mifflin joke. Shows you how popular that show is. Says, Dunder Mifflin would be proud. That's an office joke for those of you who are not privy. And he steps up like a man and just places it right in the corner. And it's such a great penalty from that young. Another new youngster coming from the Philly ranks. Yeah, Thank you, cool. Philly, for doing the doing God's work. Thank you for doing what all the other clubs should be doing. Bringing in young American talent. Thank you very much, Philly. Thank you for that. Thank you for the cream cheese. Thank you for a lot. You know, so, although although we are enemies on the day when we don't play, I have a special spot in my heart for the Philly Union. As and the, a boy who was originally from Philly, me, they are sort of a little spot in my heart for them. But unfortunately, right. their run, uh, who, no, who are they playing? They're playing the winner of the New England NYC. Playing the winner, right? yeah. They are either they're either hosting. Us and we see going to Boston, going on the road to, to New England. Yeah. Well, I wish them the best. As far as pure soccer goes, I want New England Revs to win. It's because they've been the best team of the season. If Philly wins, they'll be happy. If NYCFC goes to the final, hosting Real Salt Lake, I would love that just because how much of a dumpster fire that would be. Um, yeah. And yeah, there we you should, go. Uh, speaking of MLS mysteries and dumpster fires, we should also mention that now with Nashville out. The, uh, like MLS is also uh, uh, avoiding having a team win the Eastern Conference that's not in the Eastern Conference next season because Nashville is well, so moving to the West. Oh, Nashville's moving to the West. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, how did they win the Eastern Conference if well, they're in the West? They, yeah. What I will say is the one conference title that my New York Red Bulls has is a Western Conference title. You should play from that too. 2008. Play that what Q. Tune? Play that Q right, right, one more time, right away. What? Oh, hold on. I'll, I'll do this. One. I have two of them. <laughs> How does the New York Red Bulls have a Western Conference title if they are an Eastern Conference team? Couldn't be more. Well, East, it turns really. out in 2008, the fifth and sixth were wild card slots, and the New York Red Bulls made to the postseason in the Western Conference. And they made a run to the final, uh, winning the Western Conference and eventually losing to Columbus Crew 3 nothing, in, I believe it was a 2008 MLS Cup final, with a great Guillermo Berz Escaloto, I think, assisting, I want to say all three goals, at least one. Uh, and Columbus Crew won that year under the great Siegfried Schmidt, the Deutsche Amerikaner, Ziggy Schmidt, who was born in the Stuttgart area, wherever that was from, but then moved to the United States as a little boy. Uh, Ziggy Schmidt, who once again would go down to Tijuana with Yogi Love and Jorgen Klinsmann 
I assume go to a brothel where they probably did score. And I would love to be a fly in the wall to figure out what craziness they did down there in TJ. The boys are going to TJ. Come on. The Krauts are going to TJ. <laughs> the great Ziggy Schmidt who passed away and a great award was named after him. The Ziggy Schmidt coaching Coach of the award year award just won by your boy Bruce. El Bruce, El Bruce Arena. <laughs> One of these days, I will build a soccer stadium when I'm rich, and it'll be called the Bruce Arena. The Bruce and, Arena. Uh, <laughs> and it'll be the U.S. Men's National Team's home venue. No, but much deserved from a great, great American coach. The, rea the reality, even though Ziggy is great and he passed away, the reality is the title should be called the Bruce Arena Coach of the Year Award. Because he's won vastly more titles than anybody else with multiple clubs. But he is still he is. he's still alive, so he probably True. He'll, he'll be all right. He'll be all right with this decision. Yeah, the great Ziggy, you know. May he live on. Uh very cool. Do you have any other so uh so we have one non so we've got the two finals, Portland versus RSL, and then we have Philadelphia awaiting New England versus uh yeah, NYCFC to get that final spot. What tomorrow. are your thoughts on the game tomorrow at some point? Well, I don't know what time it is. I uh, I am I'm nervous, of course, about. Um, yeah, New England. This is, has been much has been made of the fact that New England has not played in 29 days. So, does that mean <laughs> they're well rested? Does that mean they're rusty? <laughs> you know, we we won't we won't know. We are. I mean, NYC. I can guess. It means they're rusty. It means they're probably if Colorado maybe, maybe is any rusty. Yeah. Well, Colorado, if I were them, I would have scheduled a series of friendlies. You know, with I think someone. they I did. Yeah, them, they, but, there was yeah. some talk. They had some. Who did they play? I forget. But yeah, they have. They, 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 they were doing that, and uh, NYCFC were getting a couple of we're getting a couple of people back. Nicolas Acevedo is back from injury, and so he's an option in the midfield as well as. Uh, Gideon Zalalem, who's done with his red card suspension. So we are not as thin as we were in that spot now that Keaton Parks is out. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think we've played the refs pretty well this this year. I mean, I don't think these teams are as far apart as the point differential would suggest. And so I'm hoping, you know, we'll be competitive and... and uh, Get the get a late winner. I think in the second round we had mostly road wins, except uh, except for that Philly for the Philly shootout. So I'm hoping that that trend continues. I'm hoping we can steal one and then go to Philly and then steal another one and then host RSL in the final. Yes, maybe maybe. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty. Cra I mean, that's not so unrealistic. I, I, I my my heart wants New England to win because they've had such a great season. I want the dominant team to be rewarded for it, but it's the playoffs. Top seed teams go home because they're so, you know, they're rusty. NYCFC is a little more informed, a little on top of it, and, and they're headed to New England. They've got way less pressure on themselves. Yeah, um, you know, it's a win-win for them. So I think that's true. I, yeah, I mean, there is that. You know, the Foxborough is a little weird. There's the turf, and it's an odd. It's an you know, it's a little bit of an odd place. The lack to play. of fans. The lack of fans. It's gonna be weird. I think from what I hear, there's gonna be a bunch of people going, actually. I hope so. I that think, stadium uh, used to sell out. Two thousand two MLS Cup final stadium was packed. Would love to host it again. Would love to pack it again. We need to pack that stadium. I don't think it's soccer gonna be again. sold out on it. 
how many people, you know, and it, it's uh, Tuesday packed. night. I mean, packed, I say. All right. I no, no, I'm, t- I'm talking about the final. I'm talking about the final. I'm lost cup. Oh, final, final would. If we had the final in Yankee Stadium, you don't think it would sell out? Yeah, I, I know. I think I think Yankee Stadium would sell out. I'm talking about the Revs on Foxborough. Right. Pack that house. Pack that soccer stadium. Well, if they stadium, keep, they, they are going to have they're going to have home home field for as long as they're for as long as they can hang in. As long as they're in. All right. So I, I my, my as much as I hate to say, I'm predicting NYCFC to go through tomorrow. I uh, it's it. tomorrow, 4:30 p.m. Pacific, 7:30 p.m. 7:30, Eastern, 5:30, 5:30 p.m. PM Mountain, Mountain time. time. That's right. Yeah. And 6.30 p.m. Central Time, covering four out of five of zones here in the United States. <laughs> I guess the other one would be 2.30 in western Alaska, Hawaii, or whatever the yeah, other zone is. Yeah, huge soccer uh, community there. Yeah, they're, those oh, people yeah. are going to go nuts. All the Inuits packing they're those taking, taking, those taking work off, Taking work <laughs> off to watch this game. Okay. Uh, do you have any last... I don't think so. Or is it time for... Well, we could briefly... Briefly what? We could briefly uh, uh, just mention that, you know, the Man United... Man United management, I guess, did not listen to our podcast and my passionate passionate plea to consider Thomas Reis as the next head coach, and instead they picked another German, Ralf Rangnick. Well, maybe Thomas Reis pull his name out of the hat. You know what I mean? Maybe they were about to offer him the contract, but he was so committed to Bochum uh, that he decided against going to Manchester United and decided to keep the head coaching position at Bochum. That would be my theory, I think. I hope, yeah. That's the only possible explanation. That's right, because... Why did Thomas Reis not take the Manchester United position? That was his for the taking. Yeah. That was his for the taking. <laughs> uh, but no, they got my former Red Bull president of soccer, Ralf Rangnick, who I called it, remember? I mentioned he was in talks. Yeah, I thought it would be true. a good move. Yeah, and they yeah. listened to me. Hey, nowadays you buy German. You know, for years there were no Germans in England. And then I think Felix Magath went to Fulham. That was like the first German coach in German in English history. And then the minute Klopp showed up, rest is history. Klopp, Tuchel, Rangnick, Faka, uh, 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 David Wagner. You know, they're like, we need to start buying German. Uh, yeah, that's, and uh, it is, it's working. So it is, yeah. It is. What What do you make of this sort of interim situation? Does he not want to, he well, doesn't want to coach long term? He doesn't want to. Ralf Lagnick should be hired to be the director of soccer operations or whatever that's called, technical director. And, and part of me is hoping he's being brought in as an interim just to settle a couple of things and then fit that role as someone more like a Z- Zinedine Zidane or something comes in uh, or a Jesse Marsh, maybe, what? Comes, <laughs> comes in to wow. be the head coach of Manchester United. Or maybe he'll steal... He'll steal um, Nagelsmann away from Bayern, maybe, or something. I think he's just there to have a different role. That would be the smart thing. If he's literally just there to coach for a few months, then leave. That's a waste of everybody's time and money. I don't know what that's all about. No, I think the um, idea is for him to be have some other some have some other role. But is that possible at a club like Man U that he could that they just just sort of hand over authority to him? It doesn't seem. It seems like that's what they've been struggling with. That they're 
their, That's what they their whole to do years ago. football operations is a mess. Yeah. They should have done that years ago. And they've been the, the Manchester United is run by a bunch of bankers, and that's its biggest problem. It's just a profitable business they're very good at. As far as the soccer side of things, they've always needed a little bit of help, a little more support. I remember when Jose Mourinho was there, not that I think he was a great coach. Uh, he was a little past his prime. But he would always complain. He's like, we not, we needed a defender. I told the board they were supposed to get a defender. We didn't get a defender. You know, there were clear complaints that stuff wasn't followed through on. But and that's Manchester also, his, that's that also should... his shtick. That's the Mourinho shtick, no? He's, yeah, he has, he's, done, that, he's that. done that everywhere he, he went. He... Yeah, yeah. He's doing that at Roma right now. What a, talk about a dumpster fire. But uh, <laughs> so I wish him the best. I hope I hope Longnick does well because I think I would love for someone like Longnick to be proven a man who was once fired at Schalke, once fired at Hanover. I would love for him to be the world's biggest coach. Right? <laughs> I love the fact that he turned himself <laughs> in a non-coaching position. His true genius shines through. His geniusness is his coacher. No, no, excuse me, his scouter. He is a second-to-none analyst and scout. Uh, his day-to-day tactics are pretty good. They're not bad. But, you know, like he was a caretaker manager at Leipzig. That was his last coaching job. And he did fine. He wasn't bad. Uh, but he wasn't really burning He wasn't really burning it up. You know, he wasn't really lighting it up. Uh, so his, his skills are in soccer operations. Let's hope Manchester United let him take charge of that. And I think Manchester United will start seeing some progress, you know, uh, slowly but surely. Who their actual head coach is? Your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. It's not going to be Jesse Marsh. Let's just say that. He seems more likely to, well, we'll see. What do you want? However, you know what the reality of Jesse Marsh is, though? If he does say get fired pretty soon because he's on the hot seat, I don't see why he can't go up and be an assistant at Manchester United under under Rangnick. He can do that. Oof. I would love to see the that. Freddy, the Freddy Juarez, the Freddy Juarez career trajectory. Juarez. <laughs> I will say the Carlos Queiroz career trajectory. Former Metro Stars coach Carlos Queiroz, who was the head coach at Real Madrid once upon a time, but always goes back to be the assistant at Man United under Ferguson. Uh, I, I, that would be, you know. But with that being said, you know, I wish Jesse Marsh all the best. I hope I hope RB Leipzig. Around. He is in quarantine right now. Hold on. Yes, this is ich gegen ihn oder euch oder egal. It's us against them. Yes, Jesse, it's you versus the powers that be because he had he had a crazy 5-0 destruction against Bruga. Bruges, Bruga. Yeah. And they but he wasn't there. And but he had a crazy 3-1 home loss to Bayer Leverkusen. Oof. They looked terrible. And last week, they had a 2-0 loss to Hoffenheim. That's yeah. two weeks in a row after the international break where IB Leipzig is supposed to be winning, supposed to be turning around, and they are just sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. So they what's going on at Leipzig? They're not winning. It's, uh, they really looked, well... What are you thinking about... Oh, Sorry, it was a little bit of delay there. They are, they sinking. are sinking. They are sinking. They are sinking. Do you want to you read the rundown? Oh, that's right. We skipped. Is it my turn? All yeah. right. It is my turn. Let's just so we all know what's going on. We touched on Rolf Lagnick. Now it's time for. Now it's time for the German soccer rundown. Midweek Europe action. Bayern beats Dynamo Kiev 2 to 1 in quite. 
the snowy affair. Sevilla beat Wolfsburg 2-0 to keep Wolfsburg in last place of that group, and Dortmund fell 3-1 against Sporting Club de Portugal, keeping them outside the top two with one game left to go. RB Leipzig beat Club Bruges 5-0, to continue their Jekyll and Hyde ways. On Thursday in the Europa League, the Europa League Thanksgiving special, Timmy Chandler and Antoine Frankfurt tied Royal Antwerp 2-2. Leverkusen beat Celtic 3-2. Now on the weekend, we have the Friday game, Stuttgart beating Mainz 2-1. And on Saturday, Hertha tie Ausbeuch 1-1. Bochum defeat Flyboy 2-1, again with a great, great goal from Pantovic. Köln smash Gladbach 4-1. What? Fort and Hoffenheim play out to a crazy 3-6 game, with young American Timothy Tillman scoring for fourth. Erling Holland came off the bench, coming back from injury to score a great karate kick goal on his return to help Dortmund beat Wolfsburg 3-1. And a COVID-ravaged Bayern beat Armenia, Bielefeld, an unconvincing 1-0. Yesterday, Frankfurt scores late to get a 2-1 win over Union Berlin, and RB Leipzig hapless at home, losing 3-1. To buy a Leverkusen. That's your German soccer rundown. Yeah. All right. Very nice. There you Very go. Nice. That's the rundown. Yeah. Shout out to my Scottish friend Kier, who's who called this. Celtic were up for a while and looking good. And he said, I texted him. I was like, oh, look at this. And uh, I was joking that it proved that Celtic were actually better than Bochum. But right. then, uh, but then, uh, and but he texts he was like no no there's been too much european heartbreak in my life i am not optimistic and sure enough they came back to beat celtic proving that celtic are actually not any better than bochum celtic um, featuring one cameron carter vickers how's your friend feel about ccv oh i gotta ask him i don't think we've I discussed him. yeah i see he got a yellow during the match but unfortunately three goals go past and leverkusen well leverkusen Turned it around a little bit. 3 2. Leverkusen is good now. Yeah. They turned it around. Good for them because they were kind of sleepy. They were they were not in great shape. But uh, let me check the sta- standings right now. Leverkusen no, is, is not doing third? bad at all. Are yeah. they uh, in third? Is that what I'm remembering? Let me see. The standings are Leverkusen in third place. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of a gap, a six point gap between Dortmund and Bayern. Uh, but Leverkusen comfortably in third place. Flyboy can Wait, what? Fourth. Is there a six? Wait, there's no six-point gap between... Oh, yes, there is. Between Leverkusen and Dortmund. Oh, but you yes, said Dortmund is. and Bayern. Okay, yeah. No, sorry, sorry. The Dortmund and Bayern are in their own world up top. Six-point gap. Leverkusen and the rest as Dortmund and Bayern are running away. I'm just happy to see Dortmund keep up. So if they run away... As long as they run away as a pair. <laughs> I'm happy. Uh, but uh, So Leverkusen won 3-1 against RB Leipzig. I don't know what's going on at RB Leipzig. Eighth place right now. Maybe it's because Jesse Marsh is missing because he's in COVID. Uh, 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 he's in COVID quarantine. I'd love for him to get out. Jesse, you need to fix this by Christmas, okay? Yeah, There's, they, what, four match days left till Christmas. You got five losses out of 13 games. Yeah, they looked, figure list, this out, they, looked, they looked listless, right? They did not... They were wide open in the back and no ideas yeah, up top. And it, and so it, I don't it, know. It was one of those games where it looked like they could play for four hours and not score a goal. It was pretty yep. a pretty toothless offensive affair. And that's two weeks in a row. Yeah. So they did it last weekend, too, against Hoffenheim. So they need to light... And something needs to happen. Uh, let's see who they're playing next week. Um, 
but even then they need to they need to step it up here. They're playing Union Berlin in Berlin. Mm-hmm. That's a tough game. Yeah, that's a, so, that's a difficult game. We'll see. That's the East. That's the East German derby, isn't it? Leipzig yeah. going up to 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 former East Berlin. Uh, that's That'll the DDR derby. <laughs> I watched the union. I watched. I watched the union. I watched Frankfurt play the union this this weekend, and uh, Frankfurt looking very zippy for a lot of it. Like like very. So you got the winner at the death, right? Yeah, but it looked like it didn't look like it didn't look like it should have been that close. Frankfurt seemed pretty dominant, and uh, uh, and then it. But then Union, you know, was pretty resilient, but but in the end, well deserved, well deserved victory. I also realized I've kind of, you mentioned him in the rundown. I've kind of forgotten about Timothy Chandler. He's still around. He's still sort Everybody of... forgot Timothy Chandler. <laughs> right. He's, he's, he's never left. He's never left, but you know, and, 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 he and he's had regular, good form. He, he was, he's, he was he's been a... in and out, but like two years ago, he had a great form on the wing. And that's what people are talking about bringing Timmy Chandler back. And now Timmy Chandler's back again, and especially with our lack of depth at at, at, at at wingbacks. But Timmy Chandler is a mercenary. He always was only half of himself for the U.S. men's national team. So, and also, I, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Burhalter had a private conversation, and Timmy Chandler just said, "I don't, you know, I'm retired. Don't consider me." Don't. I would not be surprised by that at all. I mean, yeah. do you remember Fabian Johnson? He yeah, was yeah, Irish yeah, yeah. goodbye. He was a great player at 29. His contract with Gladbach ran out, and no one's seen or heard from him since. So yeah. he just 100% Irish goodbye. And he was a great player. Of all the German-Americans, he was my favorite. He was very that good did. for a while, yeah. He, he won. Was he was part of the Germany under-21 team that won the Euros. Mm-hmm. And most of those guys would later become the World Cup winning squad. You know, Fabian Johnson could play, but again... He had that thing where he was a little bit of a mercenary, you know. You don't see that too much from John Brooks, but with Timmy Chandler, you see that. As famously, Timmy Chandler told Bobby Wood one day at practice, as a few years ago, "Hey man, don't 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 give it your all because you owe you owe Humboy not to get injured." Essentially, he told he told Bobby Wood to bend over backwards for his club, and you know, not really give a crap about the national team. And that's the behavior you saw from Timmy Chandler and Johnson. Uh, which is why well, that, they're probably that's not what they, anymore. That's what they said, right, under Klinsman, that the locker room was divided, that they were the right. the Germans and the Americans. and, and, and Well, during big, the CONCACAF Cup, during the CONCACAF Cup, Fabian Johnson came off the field uh, simply because he wanted to avoid getting injured. Mm. And, like, he thought, he, like, sort of faked a little bit of a thigh injury, wanting himself to get off. Right. Turns out his thigh was fine. He just didn't want to push himself that. too much. yeah. And Klinsmann's like, we need that substitution for something else. And they had a talk about his commitment, quote-unquote. But, you know, he then went to the press saying he wants to retire internationally after the 2018 World Cup, which is hilarious because he was 28. Uh, and then he never qualified, didn't care. And then at the end of the season, just never re-signed his contract with Lepa. So his heart truly just wasn't in it, you know. Uh, you know, who retires at 29 if they care? What does he... Uh... Where are they now? Okay, we'll save that for the special. For the where are they now special. <laughs> but anyway, so Bo- so Frankfurt were, are in 12th place. They need to turn around. So something happened. They're turning around. Uh, do you want to talk about Bochum? Your great Bochum? I mean, I'm just, I'm just really speechless about them. And this was, I mean, similarly to Frankfurt, I this did not look like it was going to go well. Freiburg also looking very solid, very fluid, and dangerous. 
And uh, Manu Riemann, I was going to say stood on his head, although I don't really like that expression that they, you know, that, that people use in this country about goalkeepers standing on their heads. It's like nobody ever actually stands on their head. And it's how would you also, say that in German? What's a German? Yeah, I don't know. It's not. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a good idiom, but he had he had 10 big saves, which I think was his personal record. And then. Pantovic again with the across midfield out of nothing. The ball sort of bounces off of the defender, and he just without hesitation lobs it into the goal. From, That's a second half court goal, yeah. half field goal in like three weeks. In like three That's three games. That. Yeah. I mean, there's really two and and other than and also not to not to forget, you know, Sebastian Polter scored a scored a legit one-on-one you know chance he didn't lay it off to anyone he actually took a shot not make the not make the keeper so they're finding ways it's really uh incredible because this was a game i think gerd streich the coach afterwards said with said that this was the the most un unjust unjust result he had ever experienced in his entire career and i think you know that's probably Laying it on a little thick, but I know what he was fly boy? saying. You're talking about he, Christian Streich said that? Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah, the Flyboy head coach. Yeah, that's but that's typical. Did I call Streich. him, I call him Gerhard? Did I call him yeah, Gerhard? I was a little confused. Yeah. I thought maybe okay, he was a bull no, I'm, I'm, coach. Apologies. Apologies. Yeah. Christian, Christian Streich was very upset, and he said that this was <laughs> the, 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 the most the most unjust result he'd ever experienced. And I think, I think I understand what he's saying. I could definitely, I did not think, I thought when it looked like the, it was going to end one, one, I thought, you know, pretty, pretty, we'll take the fortunate point. And then this, this crazy goal happened, but the, the team is resilient and they keep finding ways to win. I mean, how many of those is he going to score for the rest of the year? Probably not that many, but, uh, well, he already right scored now. one, so is that two? Maybe yeah. a third before the year's over. Who knows? I, don't know. I mean, it's, it's also the downside is is uh, he's probably not going to try this every time. That's the, we we had that happen with NYCFC when David Villa against Philly once scored this great goal from from midfield, and that was a, that was great. But then subsequently, like in, in a lot of games after, he would try it when he had and it was like, no, this is not going <laughs> to happen again. Just you know. once. Once upon a time, a little MLS history here, and I don't know when, the late aughts, 06, 07, maybe 08, 09, I don't remember, but Colorado signed a player named De La Torre, uh, I believe was his name. He was the he was part of a Mexican soccer family. His uncle and dad were big Mexican legends in his day. His cousin's a player. I think his big brother was a player. He was part of some big family. He himself was just a pro, a couple contracts here, a couple contracts there. Anyway, Colorado picked him up. And he said, I'm going to score on his on his introductory press conference. He's like, I'm going to score a half a half goal line goal here in MLS, which is some weird promise. And then he spent the entire season trying. <laughs> uh, he never scored from halfway, by the way. But uh, he spent the entire season trying. What and at the end weird, of the season, he was cut. He was what cut. a weird promise to make. That's, that's funny. That's incredible. He was cut, and I think he played to the minors for a year, like minor league American soccer, and that was the end of his career. But <laughs> I just love it. He's like, MLS, I'm just going to score halfway on you. I this just did what it I'm... over and over again. It kept failing. 
Yeah, because that is frustrating to watch when you have. Uh, I mean, it's sort of like you know Eric Dyer taking free kicks for Tottenham. It's anyway. Yeah, um, it's like you buy season tickets, have the best, the best, the best, have the best, the best, do what they do best. Try to win the game, why don't you? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bochum doing well, uh, playing tough. They're 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 Grotefort is the loser of the of the pro of the promoted. Wow, yeah. Julian Green and Timothy Tillman. Bochum is in thirteenth place. They're they're surviving. They're surviving. Yeah. They might have a second. You know, it's a little early, but you know, may, maybe they'll spend some time up here in the Bundesliga for a while. See what that's. Well, like. let's just let's just survive. Let's just. I mean, we're only you know only three game three points away from. From uh, six, I mean, there's no. This is it's way too early to celebrate anything. But I am, I'm very impressed, and I certainly, this, they're certainly uh, uh, exceeding my expectations. And also, you know, especially given their being a little, them being a little underpowered defensively, like finding these sort of fluky goals is big, is big, and and they're gonna have to keep finding them. Because Polta, 100%. I think this was like his second of the year. Or third, and uh, you know he's going to be in single digits. I'm going to predict. I don't think he'll he'll uh, he'll get that many. We'll see. Maybe Ricardo Pepe should be loaned to Bochum. Wolfsburg will buy him and loan him to Bochum for the season. Don't have that, huh? Can't afford him, right? You don't have that kind of money. Alone? Alone? Can't afford a loan. So I'm oh, saying he gets bought him? by Wolfsburg, loan him to Bochum for the rest of the season, right? Yep, kind of like how great. Zach Steffen made his way to Fortuna Dusseldorf through a loan. I'm, I'm on uh, board. How, how well do you think Ricardo Pepe would do? Do you think he'd play? Do you think he'd score? I think, I think, yeah, I think so. I mean, we are very like so. the number the nine the number nine position is very is very thin after Soler's injury, and so I think he'd definitely get a chance. Yeah. Maybe Josh Sargent will make his way back to the Bundesliga, huh? Maybe no, take Josh, Josh Sargent? Sargent? I don't know. <laughs> Polter, yeah, Polter's well... better than Sargent. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't argue with that right now. Uh, okay, do you have any other things to talk about before we talk about fan culture in Germany? Oh, right. Because we got also got talk the... about Werder Bremen. Werder Bremen's yeah. coaches were fired because they had falsified documents. Speaking of, and then Daniel Faka. Uh, from the former Norwich coach is linked right. to the post, but so is my Gerhard Struber, uh, my Austrian New York Rebels coach. And I say, lay your hands off my Struber. Hands <laughs> off my Struber. That's my Apfel Struber. That's got, my Apfel Struber. Got two wins Apfel against NYCFC. This guy has got to be amazing. <laughs> do I want vo- Do I want Veda Bremen to get my Struber? Nein, 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 nein. Finger weg. Finger weg. Hands off. My Struba. I think Daniel Falk would be a great appointment. Um, Vede Bremen tried to pull a, a, a fast one over the the DFB by having falsified. That's a COVID crazy shot. Record. That was that a crazy, crazy story, right? Yeah, these coaches sort of making up these vaccination documents. What is the deal? Just go Just get, get a shot. shot. Just get the shot. Yeah. The DFB ch- chef came out and said. That there are 86 unvaccinated players in the league, which is a very specific number. That means they've done it, which is surprisingly low if there's 25 players per roster. But, well, but do that's it, man. like get a I shot. Mean, it's like five One, players. What is it? It's five players it? per team. It's not nice. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And the other thing is Leipzig will play in front of an empty crowd. 
and was it Köln that played in front of a packed 50,000 seat stadium? I believe Köln, uh, who beat Gladbach four to one, right, in a crazy, crazy game, Uh, uh, or in a great game from Köln. Das Niederland Derby. Das Niederland Derby. Derby. And and there was a big sign saying "Please wear your mask," which is hilarious because the minute look at the stands, no one's got their mask. (laughs) It's just a packed. 50,000 seater house. So there are some regions in Germany where the numbers are high, like in the east, like in Leipzig, in the south, and Bayern. Bayern only allowed 19,000 fans in the stands, but only 11,000 showed up. Did you know that? Only 11,000 fans showed up out of the allotted 19,000. Do you know why that is? Why? Do you know why that is? Well, I'm glad you brought it up. The way it works in Germany is there's the 50 plus 1 rule. And the fans, which are paying members of the club, have a say in their club. Were you ever a paying? Were you ever a season ticket holder for Bochum? Yeah, right. I was a season ticket holder. I tried to become a member actually a few years back, and somehow me living in the U.S. precluded this from happening. I I don't know if this was an actual rule that you have to live in Germany to be a member, or if they just had trouble with the logistics of it, but I contacted like, we don't them. have internet. So it's like, we don't have I don't, internet. Yeah. So I don't know what was like, no emails. I, I contacted them a couple times and it never, it never really worked out. So uh, that sounds no, weird to me. Yeah. But, but you know, it is what it is. You can run the American fan group, I guess, or something, but by mention probably has the biggest membership of them all, at least close to it, probably the biggest. And they had their yearly AGM, the annual general meeting, I guess, although in German Jahres, it's called something Jahres else. Haupt, Jahreshauptversammlung. Jahreshauptversammlung, the yearly the main yearly meeting, right? main meeting, yeah, main meeting, assembly. Yeah, that's it. And it was held in a thing, and it was a doozy this year. Um, for the podcast listeners, you can listen. Uh, and then for the viewers, uh, we're going to add a little bit of a visual aid. So I'm going to play some of this with you. They had a crazy meeting, and I just want to share it here on the Schnitzel Boys and maybe translate it for an American audience and just to communicate what is going on because I think this is lovely. You ready, Bjorn? Let's go, yeah. So what you just heard is Wer sind Bayern, du bist und ihr nicht. nicht. Und ihr nicht. We are Bayern, you are not. They're yeah. yelling at the president. And, But uh, not just him, I guess it's plural. So there's, they, they must the board. not like the entire board. Yeah. Entire board. We, and are Bayern and you, we are Bayern and you are not. Which I guess, you know, in light of the whole Mia san Mia thing exactly. is, the, is the biggest insult of all. Yeah. 100%. It's very Mia san Mia. <laughs> Top-Anträge zu, stell- zu behandeln. Weil, aber jetzt, Sie müssen mir ja sagen, ob es den Antrag... Ja, das sage ich Ihnen doch anschließend. ...dass Sponsoring-Verträge mit Qatar Airways oder anderen mehrheitlichen Eigentum des Emirats Katar stehenden Unternehmen zum nächstmöglichen Zeitpunkt auslaufen gelassen werden und nicht verlängert oder neu abgeschlossen werden. Okay. Kurze So that's one of the fan representatives saying that we have issue with your relationship with Qatar Airways, the Qatar sponsorship, because of human rights issues. As you know, as people maybe know or don't know, Qatar has been doing a lot of sketchy stuff. Thousands of these migrant slave workers have died building these stadiums. And they just have clear... Also, they, you know, they have these arcane laws. There's a whole LGBTQ supporters group as part of Bayern, mm-hmm. and they're taking all this money from a country that'll have them hanged. <laughs> you know, right. So there's clearly some difference of opinion and values 
between the fans and the way Byron takes money. So this fan is asking them to let that sponsorship run out and not renew, and that's what they're clapping for. Überzeugend darstellen kann, ja, sie, 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 sie können natürlich buhen, aber äh, wissen Sie, das ist. So, the, the president is saying, don't worry, we'll talk about it later. You know, yeah, you can boo me, I'm going to convince you why it makes sense. Pretty much the president doesn't want to hear anything about it. Uh, he's just here to convince the fans that contract is going to be re signed and that sponsorship money is going to flow through. Much the chagrin of the fans. I love that German American phrase, du kannst mich boon means you can boo me, which I think is hilarious. This is keine argumentative Auseinandersetzung. Wir werden uns also. Ja, genau. Ich würde mich gerne auch argumentativ ja, damit auseinandersetzen. Pretty much the president's like, we have our own arguments, and the fans like, yeah, we also have our own. We'd love to talk well, to you about this. he's saying, uh, uh, the president is saying, um, you know, you can boo, but that's not really making, and that's not really, you know, making and making your point. And the fan representative saying, well, I would like to make my point, but you're, you know, you are, the president is excusing them of not, of them not being, uh, you know, not wanting having, not wanting to have a debate. And the fan representative saying, well, I'm happy to debate. You're the one who doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. The president's like, I'll tell you later, quote unquote, whatever yeah, that may be. Let's talk about it later, even though it's the meeting now. He says we will have that debate, but now is not the time or place, which is crazy because it's the meeting. Sie betonen immer wieder, wie wichtig der Dialog ist, aber sie schaffen es nicht einmal mit den. So essentially, more more complain, and then they do this weird motion. The Qatar motion did not go up for a vote, but they just general motion to be to commit to anti-discrimination in their values. So that general vote went up, which is why it's directly related to the Qatar uh, 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 concept. But the club is trying to keep those as separate concepts. Like the club wants to vote for them to be like, yeah, we agree to commit to diversity and anti-discrimination and human rights support, but, but, but they have no interest in not... <laughs> And what exactly this huge Qatar sponsorship? What right. exactly? What exactly that means? We'll talk about later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But that means later. Later. So they went to this other mo vote that everybody voted on, see, over, including an early harness, if I'm not mistaken. It looks like Uli the back Hernes of early harness is, is, is his head, also right? anti-discrimination. Or am I wrong? Right? That looks like early harness right there. I think so. Uh, could be wrong. So that was an overwhelming vote. Sie werden mir als Versammlungsleiter zugestehen, dass ich die Wortmeldungsliste schließen kann. So now there's still a line of fans wanting to say their piece because they're very serious about it. And the president just said, well, it seems like we're done with our meeting today. And no, what does he say exactly? He says, he says, he, says like, he, he will, he, as, as the, uh, as as the one who's running this meeting it's within his discretion to close the the uh, uh the list of speakers at this point yeah <laughs> he's just trying he's not just trying to censor that which he's ending the meeting Oh, this is FC 
FC Bayern president Herbert Heine. Heine, who I believe, Heine I forgot where they got him from. I think it was maybe an Adidas exec for Cayman. And now they want him gone. <laughs> and then, although they left, the fans that wanted to speak held like a town hall, like they were about to burn down Frankenstein's mansion. And you sit there, they're yelling how unacceptable this is. go and that right there Ooh. is what happened at the Bayern AGM you saw the fans at the end being like yeah clapping for themselves they're about to burn the house down over there and buy and buy an HQ so what do you think about that Bjorn I think uh I think this this Mr. Hire did an exceptionally poor job of managing this <laughs> yeah I like I just love that he's like I'm gonna end the meeting right now and he'll I talk think to we're me. done we'll I talk about it later here. yeah let's talk we'll about, talk about it, it later let's go let's go <laughs> to the no beer garden and let's discuss it yeah. in the uh, over over a drink even if he were to offer a counterpoint do it right there like just do it right there have a discussion like what's the point it's like hear him out hear your fans out what is what could his point what could his point possibly be we really we really like that money we don't know. we don't but the checks the we checks get, you understand. the checks are clearing don't you don't you understand you don't get it i get a one percent commission off those checks guys it's very you don't it's get very it good i want to hear the this bottom line i want to hear this again i love that for two reasons because the fans are speaking up, and I would love for MLS to have annual meetings that go just like that. I would love for MLS fans to call out their absentee owners. I would love for them to wonder why they didn't spend money on players this year. I would love for them to wonder why, you know, wonder why you're playing on tur or you know, wonder why you're playing in the enemy stadium this year. You know, I would love fans to ask for answers. And that part of me, I love the fact that they will fight against their club to get what they want and. Hopefully they'll get it. I think they vote the president out or something. We'll see what happens. But more power to them. I think there's a lot of travesty going on in the well, Qatar we'll situation see. with the World Cup. And I love the fact that they're speaking out against it. I wish as a fan I had more of a say. I would love to storm FIFA headquarters and ask them what their deal is. You know, why, why they're so corrupt. Why they've sold the World Cup bid to freaking Qatar. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and why I mean, so many populous is... nations. That yeah. whole thing is a is an absolute travesty, and uh, but does that mean we're does that mean we're not going to watch it? Honestly, that's the thing. I I'm going to watch it, but I don't. I wish I didn't. I wish I, was I wasn't going to watch for it. The nine nine nine. Yeah, no. Oh, it's, uh... <laughs> oh, wait, ask me that one more time. Sorry, ask me that one more time. <laughs> does yeah, this is a, the well. It's a complete travesty. There's human rights violations, and it really shouldn't be happening. But honestly, does that mean we're not going to watch it? A nine 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 nine. We're not going to watch it, which uh, we means we're going to watch it. We're going to watch we the should... USA make it to the quarters, and we're going to watch Germany make it to the final. That's what we're going to watch. Twenty twenty two, baby. Germany does well in the Middle East. <laughs> oh <my laughs> baby, we'll see. We'll see. USA less so. USA less so. So we'll see. All right. Um, I think. Yeah. That, that explains it. We got some big games back there. Classica on yeah, Saturday. Classica is coming real up. Real quick, real quick, who's your bet for the Classica on Saturday? Holland's playing. Kimmich still 
in COVID quarantine. So they will be out without Kimmich, but Dortmund will be with Holland. So what's your pick? Um, I mean, it's I I hope I hope Dortmund. I mean, I hope just for just for interestingness sake and uh, i mean they're already sort of closer than i thought they'd be at this point and so good for them and i think they can i think they can beat them i think byron's definitely not at their best and so i think two to one two to one victory dortmund two to one dortmund mm-hmm. i hate to say it, i'm gonna give it maybe a three to two to Bayern. Ooh. as much as as much as my heart wants dortmund to win because i want it to be exciting the reality is Bayern just doesn't lose these games. So they're gonna we'll lose see it. Le- Lewandowski will be there. Yeah, we'll see it. We'll see it. I hope you're right. I hope you're right, my friend. I hope you're right. Do you have any last thoughts? Go NYCFC tomorrow night. Tomorrow night at 7.30 Eastern, 5.30 Mountain, 4.30 Western. Go NYCFC. I'm very curious how the game will play out. Uh, and I wish you all... Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, please subscribe. Tell your friends about the YouTube daily here. Click that bell. And if you're listening via the podcast, rate and review us. Uh, and leave us a review on iTunes. Or, you know, tell your friends. Pretty much get the word out. We are on Twitter at Schnitzel Boys Pod. Feel free to follow us. We also have a Facebook page, the Schnitzel Boys. Feel free to like uh, that page. And we have an email, schnitzelboyspot at gmail.com. Give us a shout. Send us a message. We'll read it. Yeah. We'll, we'll communicate with you. We're nice guys. Anyway, bis nächste Woche. Tschüss. Tschüss, Stefan. Tschüss, Bjorn. Mach's gut.